Shall we pray? Our God and our Father, how we love you, how we bless you, how we magnify your great name. We uh, come to this moment uh, ready to hear and receive from you through your word. I pray, O oh God, that in these next few moments that you would open our minds and open our spirits to perceive and receive all that you want to say and download into our lives. Lord, anoint me afresh. Use me for your glory. Let me be your mouthpiece and accept this act of my worship uh, in response to you as I stand before your people. God, glorify yourself and bring people to the point of following Jesus more closely because of our time we spend in your word today. Save souls, deliver, set free, and renew our joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, listen, I've been on this series about he's bringing the pieces back together again. I've been trying to work our way through Ezekiel 37 and in that amazing visionary scene of the prophet, how God makes this promise that if the prophet would stand and prophesy, that he would bring all of these scattered, dry, messed up, dead bones together into a living army. Uh, and, and we've been watching through this vision that Ezekiel had that whatever the circumstances of uh, 2020 may have been or your life just in general that may have caused certain parts of your life to fall apart. Uh, I declare to you by the power of God's word in Ezekiel 37 that God wants to use this time, this season, this new year in your life and in mine to bring the pieces back together again. And so I want to end uh, this, this series right where the prophet ends it in Ezekiel uh, 37. I'm going to look at two verses, verse 6 and verse 14. Now I'm reading from the New King James translation. It might differ a little bit from yours, but watch what the Bible says. The, God says to the prophet, I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Look what he says in verse 14. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Uh, watch what God says as he speaks to the prophet and through the prophet. He says, you're, you're going to know this. Uh, uh, in other words, I'm borrowing from um, a, a comedian that I heard, and I want to title this last message. I want to title it, You're going to learn today. Anybody's mama or, or father or, or grandmother ever, you know, uh, gave you advice that you didn't follow. And then after it all blew up in your face, they said, oh, you're you going to learn today. That in essence, that's what God says to the prophet and through the prophet, because as he's speaking to the people, the people of God, it's been 11 years since it looked like their God abandoned them, that it looked like the gods of the of the enemies of the Babylonians had defeated their God, had defeated Yahweh. And they were taken into exile and they were scattered and, and they were split up from families and split up from their nation and split up from the place where they worshiped. And this extended season of their crisis was beginning to reveal the cracks and the questions in their faith. Sound like anybody that you know? Uh, spiritually, they were drained. Emotionally, they were beat down. Relationally, they were separated. Psychologically, they were carrying heavy burdens. Physically, they were going through. Uh, and, and God brings the prophet and gives him this vision that showed that where, where Israel was going to be and what God was going to do was gonna have to depend on God's power and not on their circumstances. If the people could get their eyes off of their circumstances, they would see what God was up to. And, and here's what I want us to see today. Out of these two little verses, I want to show us that God's performance 
of the impossible has a powerful purpose. When, when, he, when he's getting ready to do the impossible in our lives, after this extended season of crisis that we've been through, it's all because he's out to prove something. It's got a purpose to it. Look what he says in verse 6. He says, I'll put sinews, uh, that, that's the tendons, I'll put sinews on these bones and bring flesh, that's muscles, on you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And here it is. Here's the purpose. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Watch this. According to verse six, his performance of this miracle of being able to bring them back to life, to restore them nationally, to put them back together as a people and put them back in their land. When he got done doing that, it would remove all doubt that he was God. <laughs> Watch this. He, he wants to remove all the doubt out of our lives because for many of us, it, it, if God were to do what he wanted to do, uh, in our lives, if he had done it before now, we would always have these issues going on in us. W when he restored us, it, it, it was it a fluke? Was it coincidence? Was it just good luck? God says, no, no, no. I, I'm going to do it in such a way that I will leave no room for you to wonder how it happened because it'll be so far afield from what you and human power and human circumstances and human resources could pull off. You'll be able to know without a shadow of a doubt that God himself did it. Remember the movie, uh, uh, remember the Titans? Remember that when, when uh, uh, the, the, the school was facing this rival that was run by a racist coach who had made all of these, these uh, racist comments before the game and, and finally Co Coach Boone and, and the Titans were able to get up on him and Coach Yost walks by and he says to him, he says, remove all doubt. In other words, run up the score on them so that people will know that this wasn't a fluke. God says, when I accomplish what I accomplish in your life, I'm going to run up the score so big, everybody will know. You will be able to tell. There won't be any doubts in your mind that God himself was the one that had to do this. He, he wanted to not only remove all doubt, but he wanted to end all questions. You, you, you know the questions. The questions that you and I have wrestled with every now and again. Uh, well, with what I'm in, can he do this? Uh, where is God in this mess? Have you ever asked that one? What, what if I'm here because God is punishing me? Maybe this just means I'm just supposed to stay in this situation. You, you know those questions. God wants to end all of those questions. Watch this. In verse 6, he says, you will know. The word know in the Hebrew is the idea of perceive or to know to the point of finding out by discovery. In other words, you're going to learn today. When I get done doing what I do, it's going to remove all the questions in your, well, is God on my side? Does God love me? When, when he gets done restoring and moving like he wants to move, there's not going to be any questions as to his divine power and his divine person and his divine purpose in your life and in mine. Now watch this. Look at verse 14. When the miracle is going to be accomplished, it would prove that God spoke and did it. He says, I'll put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and that I, the Lord, have performed it says the Lord. Watch this. He, he wants to end all arguments. He says, uh, when, when I have done this, when I have performed it, the word in the Hebrew is the idea of not only to perform or to do, but to exercise sovereignty over. In other words, it wasn't just 
a, a little bit that I did, but I proved my dominance over the stuff that had you trying to figure out if God could. You, you ever seen one of those games where LeBron James, he already knows he's the best player on the court, but then he does some stuff that you that everybody stands up and they're like, how in the world? He, the way that he performed it, he not only accomplished it not only did he remove any argument if there was any other player who was in the same category as him but then he went to the point that he exercised dominance God says I'm going to do it in such a way that I will perform it just by speaking it and when I do it you will finally have to acknowledge the truth of what I said to you before I did what I just did <laughs> God says, I, I'm going to do it so big. I'm going to do it so bad. It's going to blow your mind to the point that you will never have to argue, have an argument within yourself ever again. If I can do anything with me, nothing is impossible. But, but watch this, how he says he's going to do it. He's going to accomplish it through his word, through the word that the prophet spoke, through the word that God had promised Abraham, long before these people ever got here, he says, I am Yahweh. What I have spoken, I will do. He says, he says the first time in verse 14, he says, when I speak it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak it. That just means it's going to come out of me. But then the second time when he says, well, you'll know that I have spoken it, that's the word to utter or to declare or to reveal or, or the fact that God wasn't just guessing. God wasn't just talking happy talk. He wasn't just being positive. He says, when I accomplish it through my word, you'll know that I sent my word ahead of you to perform exactly what I sent it to do. And there won't be an argument in your mind if I had the capability to know what was going to happen. I planned the end from the beginning. Somebody missed it. God always works backwards. He always starts with where he's going to bring us to. Then he goes back and starts the thing that he then is going to bring us through. Somebody didn't get it. He, 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 he's a God who works backwards. He says, you will know that by the time you got there, I said this a long time ago, and you're simply walking in what I already knew and what I already said. He says, I'm, I'm out to prove something to you. You're you going to learn today. The, the Lord says he's going to bring the pieces back together again. The, the, the whole restorational move of God, this display of his power is all about, listen, ministering to the gaps in our faith. He says, I want you to know to the point that you'll never have to question You'll never have to settle it in your spirit. The next time you find yourself in something, you'll be able to look back at this that I did because I recognize there, there's questions in you sometimes. Some, sometimes things are so big and, and so, so insurmountable. It looks like it cannot happen. He says, I'm doing this the way I'm going to do it to remove all the doubt, all of the questions, all of the fears in your mind. He wants to watch this. He's going to minister to those small questions, to those nagging doubts, those small fears that keep us from fully experiencing what it means to completely trust God. And for some of us, there's a, there's a few of us, God has done so many wonderful things in the past. What we see in front of us, it's just gonna be another testimony. It's just gonna be another opportunity for God to run up the score, for God, he, he's removed the doubts. So we know that this, there's nothing too hard for our God.
And somebody you need to know that what God is up to in this season in your life, why he's allowed everything that's happened and that's going on around you. God is ministering to those nagging questions, those little fears, those, those little things in you that say, well I, well, I don't know. And God wants to say, I want you to know that I'm on your side. I want you to know that I'm your God. I want you to know that I am Yahweh. I am that I am. I am your covenant God. I've made you promises. My word is, is, is fully capable of bringing about my promises in your life. So don't worry about it. Don't have anxiety. Don't, don't be fearful. Don't doubt. Just watch me do what nobody else can do. And I speak over somebody's life right now. The, the full assurance of knowing that you're going to learn today that God God is about to run up the score. God is about to prove himself in ways so strong you'll never doubt him ever again. God is about to show up in such a way as he restores, as he moves, as he brings these pieces back together again. You'll know and you'll never have to question ever again if he's real, if he can do it, if he's on your side, if he's mad at you, or if he's just your God who's bringing you through and bringing you to what only God can. And I speak to your faith. And I speak to those areas in your life where there's concern, where there's still questions, where you still struggle with, well, I don't know if God wants this for me. And I speak by the power of the risen Savior called Jesus, who is the Christ. If you've put your faith in Him, if you've trusted Him as your Savior, God says, I'm ministering to those doubts. I want to remove all the doubts. I want to minister to the questions. I'm going to run up the score so big because you're going to learn from this. You're going to learn who I am, God says. You're going to learn how I am. You're going to learn that I've already spoken over your life. I've already spoken promises and blessings and power and grace and peace and prosperity over your life. Now all I need you to do is sit back and trust me. Watch me perform what nobody else can perform. And so I declare right now by the power of Jesus, get ready to see God run up the score in your life, in your marriage, in your singleness, in your finances, in your mental health, in your spiritual health, in your physical health, in the name of Jesus, I declare. We're going to learn from this, that our God keeps his word, that our God is powerful, and that God is on our side. Can I pray for us? Father, we bless you. We magnify you. Thank you that you, you are the God who is in a category all by himself. Thank you that you cannot lie even if you try. Whatever you say has to come to pass. Thank you, O oh God, that through Jesus Christ we have this relationship with you where you stand in covenant with us. And when you make promises, you will watch over your word to perform it. So God, we, we step away from the questions. We, we apologize for the times that we've doubted. When you recognize the fear and the anxiety that's in us. But Lord, thank you that you're ministering to those places even now. And by the time you get done doing what only you can do, we'll be able to look back and know that you are Yahweh. You are the Lord. You are the covenant-keeping, promise-keeping God. And our faith is in what you have said. Now let it be unto us, according to our faith, as you bring these pieces back together again, as you restore in your move, we'll watch back and give you glory. We'll watch, give you praise as you do it. And then God, when it's all said and done, 
we'll be able to point others back to the God who keeps his word. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We magnify you. We praise you. We thank you for being our God. Thank you for Jesus Christ and what we have in him and through him and because of him. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.